just can't understand why Gay Widgeroid is putting a hand up and saying, we'll take your waste and put it in South Australia and we're going to fight. Uh, a lot of money from Aboriginal Affairs and um, service is not getting to the remote regions. And it's, is it one of their strategies to take away all those services and make it difficult for us to live out here? Is that their strategy, to remove us off the land for the mining companies to come in? It's starting to look a bit obvious now. And there are sad stories we hear in our own oral history that people passed away. Our family members, our grandmothers were, you know, digging holes to bury their loved ones, my great-grandparents. Welcome to Earth Matters, environmental and social justice stories from across Australia and the world, produced in the studios of 3CR Radio and broadcast across this continent on the Community Radio Network. I'm Jem Rommeld. This week we're tuning into the radioactive waste debate currently raging all across South Australia. While the federal government is focusing on building a national radioactive dump in the Flinders Ranges, the South Australian state government, led by Premier Jay Wetherill, has embarked on an enormous push to import a third of the world's high-level radioactive waste and dump it somewhere in SA. This plan is very controversial. So to build public support for this idea, an incredibly biased community consultation roadshow is making 100 visits to towns across the state. On this show, we speak with Yankanjata elder Yami Lester in conversation with daughter Rose, sitting down on their country at Wallatina, northern South Australia, on the APY, Anangu Pitinjara Yankanjata lands. We've just spent a day taking on the government roadshow and were lucky enough to attend an APY Executive Council meeting in Umuwa, a room full of Aboriginal elders saying we are, no, to nuclear expansion on the APY lands. First, let's hear Yami's other daughter, Karina, briefly giving some family background at the Exposure Community Expo in Port Augusta. My, my name is Karina Lester. Everybody knows a little bit about me. I wear a number of hats in my community. Um, but one of the big hats for this particular work that I've been doing with the um, nuke stuff has been the chairperson of Yadawadyada, Native Title. I've been chairing that for nearly 45 years now. And one of the concerns that I have was a lot of the people that sit around the table are people who have first-hand experienced the tests, but also are descendants of people who had experienced that test as well. And with my own family story, my father was blinded by the nuclear test that happened in EMU in October 1953, and that changed his life completely. I've always known him as blind, being blind, and so when growing up, we just knew Dad was blind, so we'd lead him around, we'd talk to him, he'd see us and feel us at how we were growing as well. And in the younger days, I was quite naive to it, but as you get older, you then realise and then you learn the story of what happened, and it's such a sad story of what happened to Dad and what he was robbed of um, back then in 1953 and over the time then as well. But... You know, he's still dad and he's done some amazing things. And one of the things that he's done has been an absolute magic voice or a solid voice in our community about what happened back then. 
um, talking up very strong about what happened um, to Arnaudra and giving that voice to Arnaudra as well to say, look, we were really bad done by, badly done by. So he was very heavily involved in the Royal Commission that was done back in the 80s then. I was still quite young then as well. Um, so, you know, both mum and he travelled over to London to talk to the courts and the lords over there to talk about what happened to Arnaudra. And, you know, I remember seeing mum and dad on TV looking at their going into London and, you know, seeing that, and because and, I was left back in Alice, so <laughs> I kind of um, wasn't too aware of what was happening. And then slowly it all sort of came together that that's what they were doing over there. They were talking up strong again, telling their story and sharing Dad's story about what happened to his people. And there are sad stories. We hear in our own oral history that people passed away. Our family members, our grandmothers were you know, digging holes to bury their loved ones, my great-grandparents, and, you know, people got sick and really sick. You know, Dad lost his sight. A lot of other people got bad eyes, infection, skin infections. People, you know, suffered from diarrhoea and vomiting, and, you know, and you hear that through where Dad's retired now, living up there about 27 kilometres west from Marla. Um, is a place called Wanyadera, and that's where the main camp was. Um, and you still see that over the June. You can see the old humpies there where the old people were. And, you know, within our own story, had the fear that was felt when they did see the black mist rolling. Dad was saying that um, when dust storm blows in, you can hear it. You can hear things getting picked up, leaves and twigs and branches. And just, you can hear the noise that comes with a dust storm. But this was a black mist that rolled silently. So there was quite a lot of fear in that camp back then when it rolled through and animals became quite scared of what was, they didn't know what was happening. They didn't know what this black mist was rolling towards them. And so, you know, they started digging to bury, to get kids in the, you know, in the sand dune and to cover themselves up and protect themselves from this black mist. And, you know, you, you can only just imagine and, you know, I'd gone out there many times and sat down to have that quiet time to sort of try and somehow feel the, the fear that was going on there in community or, you know, in that main camp because there was a lot of animal living there at the time as well. So I've got that story. Dad's taught me well. Dad's taught me to be strong and to talk up strong about things. But this is a rainy My name is Yami Lester I hear, I talk, I touch, but I am blind My story comes from darkness Listen to my story, now unwind This is a rain My name's Rosemary Lester I'm uh, Yami and Lucy's daughter I'm Yemi Lester on my homeland here. And can you tell us what we're all doing here on this day? Well, we've done a little trip out to the APY lands to support the traditional owners uh, with the uh, no nuclear tour that's going around an engagement process, apparently. But from what I've seen, they really don't know how to engage with 
are not people and uh, they, they're not traveling with their own interpreter they're not um, taking Anangal seriously about what they're saying. Anangals are really frustrated that they're not listening. Yami, what do you think about the state government's you know, current proposal for this high-level radioactive waste dump? Um, I reckon it's uh, no good for us. Uh, we don't want um, nuclear rubbish dump on our Aboriginal land. Um, we like that you people know more than us and uh, can give a story from other side. The government pushing one side and uh, they want to be putting his hands up and getting it back from uh, other countries. Uh, I think France and India and uh, uh, Japan and uh, bring them back their nuclear waste and uh, it's not very good. I don't like the idea. Um, for me, I've been always saying uh, uranium is living under the ground, not to get them out, but they, they get them out and selling it and they're getting it back and rubbishing our land and we're going to fight. Mm. And you've got a really long history of being here, sitting on this land, with government people coming to talk about yeah. nuclear stuff. Yep. They've been doing it for a long time and uh, I just can't understand why Jay Witherell is putting a hand up and saying, we'll take your waste and put it in South Australia and we're going to fight. Mm. And uh, I think um, um, Witherell and uh, Malcolm Tambling, they got a secret agreement. Malcolm um, Turnbull. Yeah, Michael Turnbull. And uh, they got a secret agreement uh, agreement um, okay they saying openly about putting uh, nuclear waste on Aboriginal land uh, but they got another agreement uh, I don't know they got a secure agreement mm. Mm. at the moment they're doing this road show visiting a hundred sites in the state and they're saying it's a conversation and they want to hear back from people about whether they're interested in this waste proposal. How do you think the conversation's going? Aboriginal people are saying no. They've been saying it now last year and this year. Um, and they're not listening, the government people. They keep on coming back and pushing it and pushing it out and we don't understand why they keep on pushing it. Mm. Um, and on APY land said, no, I'm not sure about Marilinga Jaruja and the Yalata. Um, I don't know about them. But on APY land, they said, definitely said, no, mm. they don't want nuclear waste. Mm. 
it's a bit of a one-sided conversation that they're having with us. They're um, giving us all these false facts and trying to convince us, but they're not listening to the responses. And that, so it's very, very frustrating. And, and a lot of, lot of animal um, have just want to walk away from it, but they've said, said their piece, no. And um, the ones that are still vocal are the ones that really want to hammer it into them and hoping that they'll get the message. Yeah. Mm. And animals know the facts mm. about nuclear and the dangers. They know the risks. And they've experienced the, the real hardship of nuclear, mm. the, the real stuff. And... Uh, those people that are trying to push it as a positive haven't really been touched like that. So. Mm. Then we saw the big cloud, then the big black mist began to roll. This is a rainy land. You're listening to Earth Matters, produced in the studios of 3CR on Wurundjeri country and broadcast all across these stolen lands we call Australia on the Community Radio Network. We are in conversation with Yami Lester, Yankinjata elder, and his daughter Rose Lester, sitting down at Wallatina. They are speaking about the state government's roadshow, attempting to promote a high-level international waste dump as the pot of gold at the end of South Australia's rainbow. We followed the roadshow to the remote north of the state, into the heart of the APY lands. They've got this group coming here with all of their um, banners and all of their information saying that when they um, put the nuclear waste in concrete and copper and everything that it's you know safe for a really long time. And um, we were saying to them, oh, people have good reason to not believe the government when it comes to these this part of the country saying, trust us, it's safe. Does does that remind you or does that relate to the bomb tests that happened here when they had those officers coming around saying yeah, that it was going to be safe? We didn't know in in 1950s, but this time we know a little bit now and we got a lot more people that helping us uh, from the city. Um, uh, when they were do, doing a bomb test at EMU, um, we didn't have a friend then, we just didn't know. Now we know a little bit more, and uh, um, South Australia government hasn't learned from uh, other mistakes at Pukajima uh, um, and uh, other countries that happened a bad thing um, that just haven't learned um, and they give on pushing it ideas to uh, Anangu people it's uh, Aboriginal land and they want to uh, do the uh, nuclear there uh, put it in Aboriginal land and it's uh, uh, not, not very good mm. um, 
I don't know. They haven't learned anything. They, they reckon they'll learn and they reckon that'll make them safe this time. I don't believe that. We've been looking at the materials that they've printed and they've printed some in, in language and Rose, you've done, will you do interpreting for Anangu? How do you find their materials and how do you think they're, how are they going with um, making the process accessible for Anangu? It's very hard uh, language, it's very hard to interpret nuclear waste. It's uh, the government used a lot of flash words and uh, we don't have enough uh, words in our language to describe it. And uh, it, it's very, very hard uh, to try and translate uh, because we don't have uh, the right language uh, for this uh, nuclear waste and uh, uh, other things that deal with uh, um, bombs and all that. Very, very hard in our language. Yangunja and Pijanja, it's too hard to translate. Yeah, um, <clears throat> the survey questions um, are ridiculous, <laughs> to say the least, because you usually do a survey to uh, get information. To, and then, um, you know, be able to have it analysed and um, work out what people are saying. But this questionnaire, um, I don't follow it, I don't understand it. It's asking us to uh, more or less, to, uh, for us to explain whether, it's, uh, whether we're confident about what the government are doing. Mm. But... Um, that's, I think that's what they're trying to find out, whether we're confident. Um, but, but it seems to be a little bit of a psychological trick as well. There's a lot of tricks mm. in there of the way they've questioned it. Mm. And Anong um, will like to answer straight questions, not leading questions. Mm. Um, so, that, yeah, it's, it's a bit... It misleads them and takes them off somewhere else. Um, it's not a straight answer that you can give. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know how they worked out to, and designed that. Mm. Yeah, it's and and also, they're only writing down what people say to them if people request them to write it down. So a lot of people who will, you know, go and talk to them and say what they think and then walk away, they're probably not writing that down and that's not feeding into the process. Yeah, and animals are not when that when you do a survey on animal if they don't think it's worth it and it's not an interesting topic to them then they they just totally disengage. They won't do it. So I I doubt whether they'll get much responses from that um, feedback survey. Mm. But this is a very how do you think the meeting went in Umuwa yesterday? Uh, yeah, we, uh, Anti-Nuclear Free Alliance, travelling with um, Dr Jim Green and Dr Hilary Tyler, mm. and we went to uh, APY and we were lucky enough uh, to be heard at the very end of the 
um, meeting by the executive, the full executive, and uh, we were there to uh, show support that we that there are people out there that are um, um, wanting to fight this issue and um, are supporting Anangu all the way, and um, we also told them some facts that um, what what the government are saying is uh, a lot of lies and. And so we gave them a few facts as well. And um, it was a good outcome, the meeting, because the full um, executive unanimously said no. And they told us as well that they've, they've said no uh, since the very beginning of the Royal Commission. And um, so we'd like to get that message out now. And they're going to write to the Premier and... Um, make it clear, have the conversation with Jay Witherall and make it clear that um, they're not interested in their proposal at all. Mm. And um, I got a phone call from one of the executive members and he told me it was a good meeting and then now the story from AMOP side, I'm going to AMOP and uh, that's very good uh, he was very happy He'd been asking me during a year um, when I rose again to bring a uh, group and uh, mm -hmm. we did sit down and have a bunch to travel and it's very hard. The government, they can do it. They've got money to play around mm -hmm. and uh, they're doing it. And uh, we just done it's uh, APY. It's, 3,500 people living in this land and uh, um, it's a living area but just say the government's making it very bad thing uh, talking about this then they send a lot of mining companies uh, to look for some minerals and uh, more they're looking for more things and want to do mining and and uh, it, it's our living area. Uh, 3,500 people living here and uh, that is one of the, the government is terrible. Mm. They're sending mining companies too and uh, uh, nuclear waste they're uh, talking about and mm. what they've done. It's, uh, not very good. We we got a fight somehow, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm very glad to have you people helping us. Mm -hmm. You people educated and understand more than us, and uh, we can say no on uh, having it on Aboriginal land. But um, we need you people uh, understand that more things and uh, illness and all that you can. Uh, gave us, give us a good advice, and and uh, we got a vote to the Australia government. Speaking of you know the money that they're spending and how they're they're coming to all these communities pushing this idea, what what else would you rather see them coming out here and and talking about? What would you like to see happening here on your land? In instead we, of this, we'd like to see good things happening, and. Uh, out in the desert, uh, it, um, bore water is very important for us. And if they're going to bury it on Aboriginal land, they're going to 
uh, upset our water level and all that, and it, it, it's not nice. And uh, um, they're doing it from Mamungari on Marilinga Jaraja towards the AP land, and uh, it's um, with the water, uh, it uh, offers a basin and uh, a lot of water, and it's a big area offers a basin to WA border and and down from APY land to Marilinga Jaraja, and uh, there's a lot of water for adding a desert for us, and uh, I'm, I'm concerned and worried about if they're going to do it at Mamungari, uh, Marilinga Jaraja land, because it would offer the basin with the water, you know? And uh, well, I didn't get a water from the officer basin, uh, three boys here, and uh, it's very important. And uh, we just don't have the room, and it's a living area for 3,500 people, uh, Aboriginal people here. And uh, we like to see good things mm. happen to us, and, uh, and they help us. But the government got different ideas. Yeah, I don't think the government value um, us enough at all. And they really have a bad record as far as social justice goes. And they should be a little bit conscientious about that and try to make an effort. They talk about reconciliation and they're running that campaign. They want us, they're talking about putting us in the constitution but what we need is real action. <clears throat> we want better services because they're um, currently they've cut uh, a lot of money from Aboriginal Affairs and um, service is not getting to the remote regions. And it's, is it one of their strategies to take away all those services and make it difficult for us to live out here? Is that their strategy, to remove us off the land for the mining companies to come in? It's starting to look a bit obvious now. Mm. I think we got to help one another and, and fight the government, I reckon. Thank you to the incredible Lester family for their words and constant vigilance against the nuclear threat. We've heard from Karina Lester at Exposure, the Port Augusta Community Expo on Radioactive Waste, followed by her sister and father, Rose and Yami Lester, in conversation at Wallatina on the APY lands. This is Earth Matters, produced in the studios of 3CR in Fitzroy, Melbourne, on Wurundjeri land, and broadcast across the continent on the Community Radio Network. We'd like to thank the Community Broadcasting Foundation for their financial support, and the good people at the Community Radio Network for getting this program out to you, our listeners. I'm Jem Rummeld, and you can get in touch with the Earth Matters team by emailing earthmatters3cr at gmail.com. You can call up 3CR on 03 9419 or find our page on Facebook. The music you've heard on this show is Marilinga by Paul Kelly and we'll go out now with Mike Roberts' new song, Welcome to the Nuclear State. You call Kevin when the money's scarce You put Dracula in charge of the blood bank 
But who you gonna call in a hundred years When we can't even drink from the water tank Money from coal that was great Should've gone sober now it's too late Taking all the world's high level waste Welcome to the nuclear state If we didn't learn nothing from Chernobyl It's doubtful that we ever will Don't need no citizen's jury To tell us which way the wind blows Hey 